Coaching is not easy. You of all people know that. There are ups and downs in both on-field performance and the emotions that go along with it, and it's easy to get wrapped up in it all. The best seasons are the ones where we as coaches can stay out of that trap and use every lesson to build true belief for our girls. That's what we talk about today as I wrap up my second season with LaGrange College Softball. Enjoy, coach. Get your head in the game, coach. You're about to get your audio dose of softball inspiration. I'm Melanie Rushing. And I'm Alicia Smith. And we help softball teams win more games and have more fun. Right now, you're joining thousands of passionate coaches across the nation who are dragging the field, prepping for the day, or driving to that other job while they learn and grow as a coach. So if you're ready to learn how to build a strong team culture, get your players to believe, and make a real difference in their lives, you're in the right place. This is the Mental Sweet Spot Podcast. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode. Uh, We're here finally wrapping up my season. And yes, indeed, I had to recap (laughs) to remember all the details. So I'm going to hand it back to Alicia, and then, yeah, we'll get going from there. So I'm really excited to hear about kind of how your season, well, I mean, I've heard about it, but how your uh, season ended up and kind of what you have had now some time to kind of reflect on the season. So what are some of the things that you've been able to reflect on and and just share with us how it went? Yeah, so I had to re-listen to the last episode to remember where I left off. Um, but I was on a high note in that episode and then the next weekend was rough, uh, classic, classic story between you and I, uh, it's always ups and downs. Um, but that next weekend was definite down. We played a team that was like lower half of the conference, um, but still competitive. Uh, and we won game one, uh, pretty handedly did really well. Um, I even got to. I think we run them, so I got to take my other pitcher out for a little bit, <laughs> who was getting a ton of innings, uh, put some other girls back in, and then game two, we just kind of flat and okay. Uh, we did all right. It wasn't great. Let's pick it up tomorrow, because the next day was senior day. Uh, it was one of the teams from the top half of our conference. We stunk it up. <laughs> we got our butts beat, uh, lost both games terrible body language i believe this was the game because now i can't remember exactly when it was uh when i pulled them together in a huddle mid-game and said i don't have to be here if you're gonna act this way <laughs> which we'll recap in alicia season she had that moment as well uh but like i was at my wits end with how they were reacting to it that game and it had bled from the day before so i think i lost my patience a little bit faster um, cause they'd been good at bouncing back all season. They had their moments, but this just felt like they were not coming back. Like they had just given up and gotten beaten. Um, so we had our talk after the games, talked about where we failed, uh, what lessons we learned, what we wanted to do moving forward. And then we played just a few days later, had to travel up to Tennessee, nice five hour trip for, uh, two games of doubleheader that turned into like an eight hour ride. Found out the day before we didn't have a bus driver, so our strength coach had to drive us. And then we get to the bus and it doesn't start. <laughs> oh, and then we hit an accident through Atlanta. They came out so strong. I was so proud. We had like a 20-minute warm-up. Legit. Like, everyone get a, get a rep. The umpires were just like walking over, checking their bats as they were swinging them because they were super chill. Like, we got this. Luckily, the other coach was <laughs> very accommodating as well. Gave us a little bit of time to get our pitchers warm, and that was it. And we rolled into it. Two tight games. Honestly, could have won either of them. Um, and this was a team that went on 
they had a very strong team and they went on to like basically finish second in the conference tournament. Uh, so we are very proud of those games. Very tired by the end, but like, okay, let's roll. Had another uh, one more conference series left um, against a team that has historically been good and been fighting, but they were down this year with um, numbers. So I think we came in a little bit like, oh, they 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 were rolling with ten players by this time of season. It was due to a coaching change and unfortunate circumstances. But like, that's hard. I don't care who you have when you've got no one on the bench. And like no one to help pick you up and back you up. And their pitcher had our number. <laughs> they were like, oh, that rise ball. Like, I knew it was coming. That's just wrong. I'm like, yeah, it's going to happen. She's a fifth year and knows how to get you. Uh, but came back, kept fighting, ended up run rolling on that first game and kept it strong. Their energy was great. Their focus was fantastic. Um, so ended the season on a high note. Finished season. Um uh, sixth in the conference, which on a normal year would have qualified us for the conference tournament. Top six go the five and six do a play in game usually. So I'm like, okay, as long as we are top six, that was our goal for the season. We were n- probably one win away from fifth, which is the best we've done in a long while. Uh, none of these players had ever been to postseason uh, for college, not one person on our team. And I had been, I called you about this. I was like, oh my God, it's been over a decade since I've been. <laughs> oh no because in my head every year I'm trying for postseason even when I wasn't playing but then I realized like oh boy and it showed absolutely showed we played that team that we had played so well up in Tennessee played them first and they stomped on us they they did a great job to be sure but like we kind of had like a uh oops that was our response honestly when we were talking about it like uh we're not really sure what happened but we got to come out stronger (laughs) so Came back the next day, played another team that was comparable to us, uh, like middle of the pack. Did not play well. They played much better than us. And it was kind of like, a oh, here we are, our um, senior uh, catcher, or she's our number three batter this year. One of our top hitters was out with her elbow injury. She couldn't play this last game. So like as we're playing and we're down by like five, I think at this point, uh, in the last inning, that was close to a run rule. Uh, I don't know. I don't want to end her season on this. So we ended up switching pitchers anyway. Uh, so our senior got to close out the game. Uh, ended it with her beautiful flip change for a strikeout. That was her last step out of her career, which is awesome because she battled injury the past two years. Uh, and then our senior catcher, I was so, I've never been so nervous for an at bat because <laughs> she's a lefty hitter and she had her, her right elbow. And so every time, and she, is not afraid she crowds the plate. She tries to move away from the ball, and I swear it hit that elbow like eight times. So I'm just like holding my breath. I'm trying not to look at her dad in the background because I know he's nervous too. And she got a hit. She actually beat out like a well-placed ground ball. We were like, yeah, let's go. She's not bad. So she got on base. Uh, and then another senior got her uh, hit her less at bat. And then our fourth senior, who didn't get a lot of playing time, just rocked it in the outfield. We had outfielder go down mid game. She jumped right in, did great. She got her two at bats that last game. So like came back. I was really angry that they took out their starting pitcher. I'm like, guys, you should take that as an insult. <laughs> and they did. And we scored four runs that inning. Um, so the last inning felt so much better. And even though we lost, and oh my god, 
they were weeping in the dugout. Like the last defensive inning, our third baseman, the pitcher, seniors, and they were weeping. I'm like, oh, stop, stop. So like all of us were in tears by the end. But uh, our our last chat as a team, it just was so heartwarming because yes, they were all sad. Like everyone was like, we're gonna miss you, but we're so proud, and we just had this wonderful moment at the end where we were just like okay yeah underperformed to where we wanted to be to and barbecue could have been pouty about it we're not happy with it but the way they ended was this team like we're gonna fight back for each other and i could not been have been more proud of them in that moment and you're not a crier so I am now. You would not. Okay. In certain (laughs) situations, like on the field stuff or movies, that's when it'll get me like real life stuff, whatever. I don't know what happens, but I clam up. But like when I see someone tear up, I'm like, ah, (laughs) I watch sports center and I watch the losing team and I start crying. Oh my gosh. Yes. Yes. When you see them and they, of course, zoom in on the team that lost and I'm like, oh, or did you watch Alabama's? Uh, mm-hmm. post game conference. Mm-hmm. If you haven't watched it, listeners, YouTube it, pause this, and prepare to weep. It's so good. <laughs> but that's what I love about like hearing about that ending because it means that they bought into everything that you were teaching, and they they cared so deeply not only about each other but you and in the whole thing that you were trying to instill in them and the whole culture you're trying to build, which is worth its weight in gold. So. I think that's so awesome. And that's the part, like, I remember last year, like losing, even though we lost, like in the state semifinals, we well overachieved, but it was just how much they genuinely cared about each other and how much they fought Mm -hmm. for each other. And I know that you saw that too. That is the coolest piece. That is the coolest piece. Win, lose, or draw, right? That's just the coolest piece. And, And you've done that in two years. That's freaking amazing. I had the girls, I had the girls props to the coach before me. I walked into the perfect group. So, but yeah, all the stuff you and I've talked about all year and we talked about for years of the difference between confidence and belief. Mm -hmm. That was it. That was it Mm -hmm. to me. Like they were, they had just gone to a barbecue, lost to a team that we quote unquote shouldn't have lost to. Like the, (laughs) the host team came up to us at home plate and was asking us like, Hey, if we play you, um, will you change jerseys? And I'm like, dude, we're not there yet. <laughs> and if I was the other coach, I'd be like, oh, F that. And he did. <laughs> they did. <laughs> um. So yeah, like we were expected to go through to the next game and battle. Um. And yes, that probably hit their confidence in the moment. They weren't feeling it. Nothing could shatter that belief they had built. Mm-hmm. How does that, and that's hard to do but that's where you want to be. Right. Mm-hmm. It takes an awful lot of time and we'll talk, you know, next episode with my team too, but my mm-hmm. Lord, sometimes it's like, you just don't know what to say or do, but I think that yeah. you can fall back on those uh, lessons that you've learned in, in the culture, which is so critically important. I think that that's when you can slowly build that over time. And sometimes I don't even think, you know, when it's going to show itself. Mm-hmm. All, but, you never know. Yeah. It's <laughs> impossible. It Maybe today. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, it showed itself, I think, in a, all its grand, you know, vision. Um, Glory. Last, last inning of the last game. And 
and it wasn't about the win, right? Or the yeah. loss. It was about mm-hmm. that. I think that's so cool. Mm-hmm. I'm so proud. So what do you have, now you've had time to reflect, I guess, what are some of the things you've been able to reflect on with your season uh, after it's been complete? Yeah, the biggest thing, I even wrote this down in my notes after listening to last episode and editing that. Um, but uh, I think on here, by the time you record, we've had time to reflect and reframe. That's one of my superpowers. That's my that's my favorite superpower. That and sleeping. That's my two. Uh, <laughs> she laughed out loud, guys. You can't hear her because she's muted. Because uh, <laughs> she knows. Uh, but I will say, I don't want it to ever think that or ever feel like, oh, Mel's always positive. <laughs> Alicia and Mel always figure it out. We oh, we sit in the struggle just like everyone else. And I think for a while there, I was afraid to sit in that. Like, oh, God, maybe this means I'm a bad coach. Maybe I can't do this. But now I'm like, it doesn't mean anything. I don't have, I can't, I don't know. I have no answer right now. We'll figure it out at some point but just knowing that the fails are just as important that was our big focus that's my big focus this year was to get them to see the fails as lessons um and from my perspective as a coach too it helped me not sit on the failures as long and not feel like they were so heavy we really did let them go quickly um while not brushing past them either um I had a talk with a recruit the other day who told me a story. She's like, I asked them usually like, okay, tell me a story you didn't like about a past experience. And they mentioned the classic, we just lost and got our butts beat and coach chewed us out and people are laughing on the ride home and cutting it up. Like Alicia's face. I was like, "Mm -mm." Like, it's really annoying to a competitor because like to me, like, my only guess in that situation is that's their coping mechanism is like, let me just pretend it didn't happen. Let me just joke about something else right now to make myself feel better. But to me, that's not a sign of a good competitor because it means you're not dealing with it. You're not going to move on. Um, So that was one of the biggest lessons was the failures this year and how to work through them. Little ones, big ones um, all through the year. Um, I just wanted to bring that up on this podcast, especially because I think we can tend to skirt the <laughs> tough times because uh, we really feel it when you and I are talking to each other in between. <laughs> um, but yeah, that was my biggest lesson. It's the hardest thing to sit mm-hmm. in that and question and wonder and what the hell? <laughs> huh? Yeah. What in one of the coolest things is I think too is that what you're building is also starting to to bleed outside of LaGrange, right? So it's like people are mm. hearing about it, talking about it. And even your AD was like, this is so special. So what are some of the things that you think you can do moving forward to keep the train moving in a positive direction, right? Because there's always something mm-hmm. to build on. There's always something to keep moving forward to setting higher goals. And so what do you think for next year you're going to do to keep this train moving in the right direction for these kids? Yeah. Uh, well, next up with the team is our team meeting and I I'm bringing in the newbies. So the incoming girls will get to, um, chit chat with us a little bit as well. Uh, setting that culture even earlier, um, instead of 
waiting till fall. They also changed the rules in D3 so I can start practice a little bit earlier and stretch it out as opposed to we had like this tiny little four-week window, like smoosh in a bunch of practices. Uh, so now it's similar to high school where we get to spread it out. I can do my individuals, um, really start working the culture that way. Right when the new girls get on campus, we've got a big class coming into. Um, so really getting them like indoctrinated in the culture because our my girls do such a good job of like bringing them in another wing right away. Um, so starting that with the team, uh, we'll do um, our culture talk. We'll probably actually kick it off in our team meeting here in a week or two. But then from there, really diving into their personal blueprints and what they want out of it so we can start with that language sooner. Um, get everybody on the same page that way. And then another thing I really... I feel like I'm starting to hit my stride with is <laughs> recruiting ahead. Uh, my first year I came in and I'm like, okay, it's fall of their senior year. Who's left? Like who is still looking? So uh, it was kind of like getting people on the tail end of like some had already decided, okay, fine. I just won't play college ball. Uh, some were still looking. So locked into amazing uh, prospects. And then this past year got a little bit more ahead of it. So now I got to know them a little bit better. Um, and then looking forward, uh, like teaching this and telling this out to even the coaches I'm talking to while I'm recruiting, what are you looking for a coach, uh, a pitcher, a catcher, a shortstop? <laughs> like, no, I'm looking for like the type of kid I'm looking for. I'm looking for kids who are super competitive, but also play their best when they're having fun. Um, which is kind of every kid. So you got to narrow down. Um, I like the kids who, still have some upside, but maybe they haven't gotten past those performance hurdles, which you and I can help with. <laughs> like I got my secret up in Alicia every year, so I can work with that. Whereas other coaches might pass on a kid who choked one time in front of them on in a big recruiting tournament. I'm like, that's fine. I know what you're capable of. We can work through that. Um, so just getting ahead of that a little bit more and just building our culture kind of like We've got the roots in now. The seed is planted. The roots are starting to grow and seeing it blossom from here. I'm super excited. I'm really excited for you too, because I didn't know you that well when you were at K, but I've heard, you know, the stories about how you coached then and how much you've learned and how excited mm -hmm. you were to get back into coaching and implement the things that you've learned and like to see this, like from the sideline, even though I don't get to witness it every day freaking amazing and I'm really proud of you so I'm super excited for everything that not only you're building but just you know the excitement in your voice everything is different so I know mm -hmm. that like this is what we're meant to do like I totally believe that so um any last uh parting words uh for your season anything that you'd like to wrap this podcast up with no I just excited we've been done for what like three weeks now so it feels far away already <laughs> like ready for next season come on let's go <laughs> but yeah no that was it thanks everyone for coming along this ride with us <laughs> and yeah go panthers go panthers and that is a wrap of today's episode so the true test is how often you can be the best version of you for those around you what that looks like is different for each team so stay tuned for our next culture boot camp which will be all about this but it can start with the C's. 
How committed are you? Are you the healthy kind of competitive? How unshakable is your confidence? You can find out and start focusing on your team's mental game today. Just head to mentalsweetspot.com assessment to get started. All right, coach, have a good one.